Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. My name is Corey, and I'm here along with... I'm Jennifer, and we are your host for the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. And so we're at a conference this week. We're actually at the uh, Content Marketing World Conference out in uh, the surprisingly beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, everywhere we turn, there's these great historic buildings and the people are super friendly and we didn't know it when we got here but there is quite the foodie scene so we have been um eating more than we should yeah this is day four i and i think i've got at least i don't know six or seven pounds on me but it's totally worth it um so we finally had a, a little bit of, of downtime from the conference and we wanted to take a few minutes and um we were kind of going back and forth on things that we had heard from different speakers and we realized that a couple of the sessions that we attended, uh, they were both talking about employee engagement and how important that can really be. So we wanted to kind of relay some of what we were hearing in these sessions for you regarding employees and how to engage them. Absolutely. So um, yesterday I had the privilege of listening to a speaker who I have read a couple of his books and um, have been following him. And his name is Jay Bear, and he's recently written a book that focuses on customer service called Hug Your Haters. And, um, you know, from a medical practice standpoint, we talk about it all the time, is how do we deal with these negative online reviews, especially with HIPAA compliance and just like the plethora of information um, that's out there and just what patients are saying when they have a negative experience and you know he was saying that no Corey that haters aren't necessarily your problem the problem is ignoring them and that's why we have to hug our haters by always in every circumstance actually acknowledging what they're saying or um, you know at least responding to their inquiries yeah and I mean that makes a lot of sense when you think about it if they're saying that something is wrong I mean the way that they're doing it is you know maybe not the best way but there's got to be some truth to that right no absolutely and one thing that that Jay said that really resonated with me and I think it resonates with practice because I practices that we work with because I have these conversations with our practice managers all the time is that marketing has changed so much in just the last full couple couple of years and you know Jay really pointed out, and it resonated enough for me to write it down, but that you know, marketing today is completely different than it used to be. In fact, marketing is the combination of customer service and community. And customer service drives home the point that you know, our employees are our frontline customer service advocates. It's not always the doctors who are you know, the customer service folks. It's the employees and your, especially your front office employees. And then community is the places like social media, Twitter, 
Facebook, your community of patients that have had joint replacement surgery that are out there either advocating on your behalf or are advocating against you when they have something negative. So it ties back to this whole concept of, you know, what can we do with our front office employees so that they understand that their job isn't just to answer phones, schedule patients, and get them to fill out paperwork, but their job is directly impacting the marketing of your practice and the persona of your practice out there into the greater community. Yeah, and um, that actually kind of goes hand in hand with uh, what Carla Johnson was talking about in a in a session that I listened to, um, where she was saying that employees what they do is kind of a huge reflection of brands, and that customer experience it's not about what you what you say you do it's about what you actually do, and if you don't share these things like you were just talking about with the employees, they most likely don't realize that they're such a huge cog in this machine. And they're such a big part of all of your marketing efforts because they come in and they know that they have to answer the phones and they can't be rude to people on the phones, but right when they hang up, they can be. And But you know that, that just sort of creates a ripple effect and um, it, it can create a huge issue. One of the things Carla was saying was that 41% of all employees don't know what makes their company different or what makes them unique, and that's from a Gallup poll. And if you think about that in your own practices, that number actually might be a little bit higher. You know, they, you know, they might know that you're a cardiologist, but they don't know what your mission statement is, what your values are, and why you're really doing what you're doing. Yeah, and in fact, we had a practice that we were working with in South Florida, um, and I thought they did something really unique, and we've started to implement this with other practices, is when they launched their new website, they actually had us put together a survey online for their employees and basically they did a scavenger hunt of the new website and it was great because it helped from a quality assurance standpoint for us to find any mistakes to have all these fresh eyeballs looking at it but they used it as an opportunity to educate their employees about how long they'd been in practice where the you know physicians had gone to school um, you know, the FAQs, the, the commonly asked questions from patients, um, you know, how many offices they had, you know, just the basics of, you know, what kind of surgeries that they offered, what are some of the things they do in the community. And it was a great way to educate their employees. And um, if you don't educate them, then they're not going to know to where they can to step up and help educate potential patients. And it was a completely unique and different way to engage them rather than just an email. You know, we, we work with practices so many times where they, the memos that get sent out or the announcements, it's just an email. And people don't open them because they don't think it's worth their time to open them. So, you know, if they just sort of tune out those communications. Heck, we still have practices that we work with, unfortunately, that are still sending paper memos. Yeah. And, you know, people are just inundated with information. They can only process so much. Right. You can't tell somebody something one time and expect them to make a cultural shift within your practice. It's something that has to come from the top, but it also has to come from the bottom. And it's, you know, your, your, your employees are your family. That's why it's so important to have the right culture together. And everybody has to be on the same page so that you can be out there giving out the same message. Yeah, and I think it, it, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, these are people too, and I think we sort of get lost in that sometimes, especially at the bigger practices where you say, um, you know, there's this new measure coming down, so I'm going to write an email or I'm going to put it on the internet or whatever. And then that's kind of it, and, that, and then it ends there. Um, and communication to employees, it has to be more than that because, you know, they're, they're not just these you know, like pawns that come in, do what they're supposed to, and go home. So one of the things that Carla was talking about was that the way that we communicate with employees, unfortunately, kind of gets broken down like this, to where 80% of communications are sort of the 
admin corporate speak, the mundane things that people, you know, it's important, but very easy to tune out. 10% is crisis communication, or if there's, you know, an, an urgent change in the way that something's going to happen or the way that you're going to do business. And the other 10%, if there's any time left, is something that's fun and creative and really engaging. And that's how uh, you can sort of work with the employees, but that's if there's any time or if there's any budget, and oftentimes that gets thrown out the window, and it just becomes more admin and corporate speak. So, um, as Jen was referencing earlier, that practice that we work with that kind of had the employees do the scavenger hunt, that was a fun way to reinforce the message and kind of get people engaged and, and to check out the new site and everything that they were doing. And it was different than just saying, hey, we launched a new website, check it out at your leisure yeah, and I think that, you know, it goes back to the idea that, you know, an engaged employee is an employee that's going to stick around, you know, and there's nothing more expensive in your practice than, you know, hiring employees, training employees, nurturing them, and, you know, where people have institutional knowledge about your practice. And engaged employees then can become your customer service advocates because most practices do not have the budget to hire a customer service team, and so it's really everybody's role. So engaged, educated employees not only are going to stick around longer, they're then going to become your customer service team and your team that's going to help build your community and get those message out there. And, um, you know, that's the most critical thing. And I think, you know, I had a practice and, and it resonated with me, Corey, because you were sharing about the talk you were in yesterday where the woman said, look, if you don't give your employees something to talk about, they're going to talk about what they want. And I was at a practice um, just in the last couple of weeks and, you know, there were two people in the break room and, and our area kind of overlooks the break room and they were complaining about something. And one of the girls came out that we work with closely, and she said, could you hear everything that was being said? I said, yeah, pretty much you can hear everything that's being said in that break room. And she said, you know, I was just trying to keep my mouth shut because the woman was just on a tangent complaining about something. Well, the fact is that stuff is contagious. Oh, yeah. And, you know, an, a poorly engaged or an uneducated um, employee that is putting out a negative message that is contagious and that will affect your relationship with your patients and that will affect your advocacy out there in the world especially with online reviews that you won't be able to you know get your hands around all of them and it will become contagious like a disease and it will spread so positive employee engagement and educating your employees on customer service issues and how they are impacting your bottom line will pay dividends yeah and i i think the other thing to remember there and practices and businesses, you know, all over the place make this mistake, but there's there's no plan to really have a sustainable approach to connect with the employees. You know, you hire someone, you onboard them, um, and then maybe you have an appreciation day or you know, do a, you know, two or three things through the year if there's budget or if we think about it, whatever. Maybe there's like a cake, you know, a couple times a year for an anniversary or a birthday, whatever. But there's no like real plan to connect with them and, and really... Uh, sort of in, indoctrinate them with the why of your practice. So everybody kind of knows what you do, but why are you doing it and how can you connect to them? And when you can do that and you can really engage them that way, like you were saying, that's when they become that real customer service advocate. So I think that, you know, going back to what Jay Bear said that really resonated with me is that, you know, it's customer service plus community is the new marketing. And I think there's so much to be said about right now taking a step back and looking at your initiatives and your efforts to improve employee engagement. Because 
if you're going to effectively market your practice in today's day and time, in this digital age, then it's going to start with your employees and not your marketing employees, but every single employee. There is an onboarding process so that they understand your message and that you're collectively getting the right message out there to your potential patients. Absolutely, yeah. And and uh, the last thing that I wanted to touch on from what Carla was saying was just that you have to also trust your employees. So you have to engage them, you have to educate them, and you want to connect with them. But at the end of the day, you then need to trust them that they're going to do the right thing and uh, they're going to be – and really, they, they should be your first audience too. So anything that you're rolling out or talking oh, yes. about, tell the employees first – and keep them in the loop, keep them close, because like you said, they are your family, and if you do that, it'll pay dividends over and over. And if they feel connected and engaged and trusted, they can turn around and provide that superior customer service to the patients. Absolutely. So I think I think that's a great place to end it here. We'll be doing um, a series, hopefully, of these episodes with all the things that we have been hearing and learning over at the Content Marketing World Conference with about 3,500 other people that are here from some of the biggest brands in the world. They have attendees from all over the world that have come in because this is a um, a true marketing strategy and it's the way that things are. And it's really felt good, Corey, don't you think, that um, being around this many people that do this for a living and for some of these big brands, it just reinforces that the content strategy that we've been using for years is the right strategy and we've seen it pay dividends for our clients and for the practices that we work with that are implementing a content strategy. And it's just nice to be here around all these people that are doing the same thing and reinforcing the message for us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these are 3,500 of our closest friends now. And um, yeah, it's, it's great to see that all of the content that we preach, whether it's you know the web content, the video content graphics, all of that stuff, that's really the way that the, the market has shifted to, and that's what people are responding to, and that's how patients are responding, and it, it's really great to kind of reinforce and validate that. Absolutely. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we'll see you next time at the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.